Hello, welcome back to the A Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Amir Hammett. Joining me today will be Brent Dubow. Hey there. And Morris Osario. Hey, how are you? There we go. That yeah. took a couple tries to get it going. Look yeah, at that. Take it back internet. now, y'all. I mean, just like some pitchers deserve second chances, so does Moro at getting a, a good internet connection. The problem All is right. I'm in my room, and it is on the top right corner from where the uh, Wi-Fi is. is. Yeah, 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 the router's yeah. on the bottom half. When, when I, actually had to run, I had to run an Ethernet cable from my basement all the way up from to my room mm-hmm. so i feel your pain i got yeah. an extender i'm living here in the 21st century gentlemen welcome well, to so it yeah the, the mm-hmm. problem is the extender <laughs> still doesn't even work that well mine's so. been pretty good the last couple episodes so yeah well we'll see we'll, we'll see when, when yeah, brand's um when when, when you, you guys are a potato then i'll make sure to let you guys <laughs> know and make and okay. make a nice big deal when you say pitchers that need a second chance are we Talking about Clevenger by any chance? I would assume so. That but it can also, it can also. There are many. To Robbie Ray. It can Robbie also refer Ray. to Ross Stripling. Can we refer to many different individuals? It's well, there's a, one of those three doesn't, because he's a scumbag. Well, oh, one of those three, God. you could argue, went at a cheaper price than he deserved to, because so in the MLB community that I'm in. Yep. The uh one of my friends is a Padres fan. Okay. And mm-hmm. he was basically um he was resigned to the thought that they were gonna give up either one of CJ Abrams or Luis Patino, who are top prospects, right? Okay. They weren't yeah. giving up Mackenzie Gore because he he's like a Gross. number four prospect in yep. baseball. You yep. just don't trade that guy. No. But he was resigned to they were giving up one of these top thirty prospects in okay. all of baseball. Yeah, and they didn't give up any of them. No, but they, they gave, gave up, up everybody else. They gave up yeah. a lot of depth. Yeah, that used to. Be, they basically gave up former four top, four top ten prospects in a system. Mm-hmm. They give up quantity over quality. Two and, Canadians in the deal too. Yep, Josh yeah, Naylor and Cal Quantrill. Mm-hmm. The two prospects that they gave up were their seventh and eleventh best prospect in the Padre system. So they didn't give up a ton. No, to get but Mike Clevenger, who's a stud. Mike Clevenger, whose value is at an all-time low because he's a piece of shit. But if you're any other team in the running for that, would you not give up that price? Like, even though I disagreed with what he did and he shouldn't have went out when he was in Chicago, was it? Um, uh, yeah. I still would have given that up if I was the Jays. Because the problem is, what what would that cost have been if you're the Blue Jays? Is that like Baraki or one of Baraki and K and Lourdes and then two top 10 prospects? Because then I would have done that deal. Because Lourdes is better than Naylor for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I would say Quantrill is better than K or Baraki. Maybe. Higher upside. Higher yeah. upside for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the prospects would be a wash. Like I just. I disagreed with what Cleveland did because they could have just done a lot. I would have taken one of Abrams and uh, or Patino and I and called it a day basically. Yeah, like what I was reading yeah. right now is that apparently like uh, the Padres still have the second best 
they farm stole the second half. They're gross. Yeah, according to Fangrass, and it, that yeah, they, was... they had the first before this deal, didn't they not? Or uh, that... Either them or Tampa had the first. Yeah, but I'm yeah, not sure about that. But their, still, their like, farm that's... system, they didn't even give up the farm, and that that kind of bothered me a little bit mm-hmm. as a, a team that a fan they... of it. <sighs> They they bought, were, uh, the, the Jays were in on them at one point, I remember reading. Yeah. So, I mean, to see what he went for and not. Have... They bought real low on Clevenger because uh, he's not a guy I want on up. my team as a person right now. Like, just straight personality and the way he's acted the last. Like, he got sent down, like, within wow. the past month. Yeah, but, but that was just for disciplinary he, reasons. Because he's, yeah, because he was a slime ball. And it's like, that's not really someone. I really want around the organization right now. And I think the Indians knew that. And I think they weren't too worried about who they got back in that deal. I I think that relationship is pretty much broken. And I think if it was the time that you're going to buy low on Mike Clevenger, not because he's been bad, he's been good. Yep. But just because of what he did and how he's been treated there, you're not getting anything else for that. I think if you're the Padres, Talking to my friend, I we were like, they basically gave up more relatively for Austin Nola, a backup cat. Like uh, he's been like the fourth best catcher since they've called him up last year. Mm-hmm. But he's a thirty-year-old journeyman catcher that they basically gave up a higher prospect than they did for to get Mike Clevenger, and that's kind of crazy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it's a little insane. Quickly, picking <sighs> yep. up the other top name on the market. If you're a Rangers fan, how how pissed are you that you didn't trade Lance Lynn? Like how how did you not go through you with have, the, you couldn't find any suitors? Like you couldn't have even found what you found for Cle- that Cleveland guy for Clevenger? Yeah, or anything, man. Like he's a free agent at the end of the year, is he not? No, next he's got a next year left. Okay, but my point is he's thirty like, years old. You got to sell high. This is he's coming off the best couple years of uh, his career. Mm-hmm. Like he kept what he did last year, he kept it going this year. It's like you're not going to get a better time to trade Lance Lynn than you are right now. And they just decided, you know what, fuck it, we don't need to yeah, on a team that's that. not not winning. It it made no sense to me. Like I didn't understand trading Gallo right now because he's just, he hasn't got it going. Because whether it's he's just bad this year or he doesn't have any production in his lineup at all. No, mm-hmm. and it's a new ballpark. Like I wouldn't be making assumptions based off of twenty games. Or and it's just a weird season. Time. Like it's yeah. it's like a, nobody had time to prepare for it. It's like you're not getting rid of guys because they're having bad years. It but Lance Flynn, come on! Like you gotta, you gotta, do, you gotta trade him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird because like this year isn't really a year to be sellers per se. Because like, I thought it's just a weird year. Yeah, like I thought we wouldn't see much action this trade deadline because a lot of teams would be in it. And also, mm-hmm. you um, don't really want a lot of guys moving across, like mm-hmm. from the east to the west and stuff like that. But apparently, we were wrong because uh, there were a fair amount a of moves. Question. I had a yep. question, though, actually. Yep. Uh, so, normally in the MLB, isn't there the two separate trade deadlines? Like there's the yeah, so waiver and then the waiver one, right? They yeah, got they yeah. got rid of it now. So yeah. is that just applicable just because of this year's situation, no. or is that no, just moving that forward? Was, that was determined before they uh, yeah. before they had the whole COVID thing hit. Wow. 
So okay, was so the, what was the other one? They had like they expanded the rosters to twenty eight, and there was a couple other things that they did that was mm-hmm. before COVID. And now people are just blaming COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't it last year? It was. I think it was last year that they implemented no waiver deadline. That's yeah. why the Jays got rid of uh, Freddie Galvis. Yeah, and they uh, they put him on waivers to let a team pick him up because you know they didn't give him a shot. Yeah, yeah, give him a shot. Yep. And yet the Jays, the Jays could have used the Freddie Galvis type, and this they team, arguably got a better one in Jonathan VR. Dude, this mm-hmm. guy currently leads the league in stolen bases, and that is something the Jays do not have. That's a huge well, pickup strictly on that reason alone. The Jays are fourth in steals this season. Yeah, but like it's just like collective on that team. They don't have one guy. Like who's who's a guy on this team that you look at and you're like that guy can steal bases. I think Teoscar leads the team with four. Teoscar's not a guy mm-hmm. that you look at and go. Teoscar's fast. He just he's doesn't fast. steal bases. Not a base stealer. Jonathan VR is not even really that fast, but he's a really good base stealer. Mm-hmm. And that's sweet. Like you just went from playing Joe Panic at shortstop to Jonathan VR overnight. And like the reason I liked the deal so much was even though he had his worst defensive season when he played third base, if Travis mm-hmm. Shaw doesn't get it going at some point, yeah, then you put when and Bo's back, then you put him at third mm-hmm. and then you're rolling. Mm-hmm. Or worst or you, case, you can like move you, VR anywhere. I mean, yeah, you can put him in the outfield as well. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing the other thing that's interesting to me is that they had Vlad taking reps at third base. Again? Yeah. So Okay. But look, if Vlad's hitting how he's hitting mm-hmm. and VR's hitting how he hits, mm-hmm. then it makes sense if Travis Shaw's not hitting at all. What does he bring? Like an okay defensive third baseman? Yeah. He uh he yeah. walked the other day. That was a pretty big walk. That that was a tenth inning walk? Ninth inning. The bottom of the ninth. Yeah, yeah. That was a tough pitch to take three too, buddy. I didn't see it. I heard it on the radio. I I watched that. I watched that one. That was a very, very hard one to lay off of. Tough, tough. Like that is call it a ball. I mean, you could have called it a strike, and I wouldn't have hated it. Call it a ball. So it was it was hard. It was hard for the catcher to frame it, like for sure. Like that's a borderline. And I was watching it with my cousin who's who pitches for Ryerson right now, and he's like should have been called a strike, but it was a little bit of too much movement, I think. Yeah. But still, it, 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 it was it led down to from where the pitcher, like it was down all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it did kind of still catch the plate. So that yeah. was, that was interesting. And then the Jigs make two, like um, two moves where it could end up benefiting them with uh, getting Ross Stripling and Robbie Ray. Huge. I, I really like Ross Stripling in uh, LA just because like Black he can, yeah. he can do a lot like he's a, he's a good guy at the back of your rotation but you can also put him in the bullpen mm-hmm. and he can perform in a lot of different roles um, so that's huge for them especially after losing a combination of uh, Pearson Shu and then uh, Romano like you you now have a lot of openings in your bull not only your bullpen but your rotation as well so you can fill that with both Stripling and um, Ray. And I, I think Stripling, I think you kind of know what you're getting. Rob Ray, you really don't. Like, like You could tell me that. So you could tell me Robbie Ray is the Jays' third third starter in a playoff rotation. You could also tell me that he's absolute dog shit and he's a lefty. Yep. Like, he's a lefty arm out of the pen. The interesting thing to me about this trade was you got three starters all on the DL. Yeah. 
with in Pearson, Shu, and Thornton, and mm-hmm. you now have a six man rotation <laughs> with Ryu Walker, Rourke, Anderson, Ray, Stripling. Crazy. I think Stripling. I think right now, if I'm mm-hmm. lining up a playoff rotation and Pearson isn't healthy, I'm running out Ryu Walker and Stripling probably. Yeah. I- I you you're, like I don't trust Anderson Chase Anderson. I don't know. Like, I like him. He had a good start. I too. like him as the four guy. Like if you need yeah. that four starter, I like him there. But mm-hmm. and he, Rourke, he's not ideal. Rourke, I don't know. He's an innings eater. Like he, he, I love Rourke as like just a grinder who will get it done yeah. for you. But like he's not an elite level starter. No, he's not gonna. But he's not gonna. He's gonna keep it close enough. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna give up three runs. I, he used to be in the uh, Nationals bullpen, and he was pretty good in there too. Like I, I'm okay with moving him there if they need to, come playoffs. Anyways, that said, he has a five point three ERA this season. So yeah, he hasn't been fantastic, but he just grinds and he goes out there and he threw was it six or seven innings last game, and he got the job done. He did what he needed to do. Like he's good that way. Like he will do what he has to to get himself through games, mm-hmm. and I, I, I like that about him, but. Yeah, like he still has a two and one record some, somehow. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we recorded since Taiwan Walker got traded to the Jays. No, we but haven't. I love, I love that dude. Or Vogie, actually. Yeah, well, Vogelbach, no. like, oh. I, I like it. I wanted it's, a, it's a weird move. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's, I, I don't hate it. I wanted a left handed hitting outfield because, like, when I heard the Jays connected on Brian Goodwin, Mm-hmm. That made sense to me because they kind of need a fourth outfielder, a good defensive guy, and that's what he is. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked that move. Instead, he gets traded to Cincinnati, I think. So that was uh, disappointing. But also, like once they made the uh, VR move, I, I I was happy because look, he's a switch hitter also, and yeah. it's it did he'll he'll probably I don't know where he's gonna bat. I would bat him third personally, like in this order. VR. Because, well, here's my point why you keep running Travis Shaw out there because he's a left handed guy to break up guy. Break yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, why yeah. wouldn't you do that? Like, I think that makes all the sense in the world to me. Does VR have Travis Shaw pop? Does Travis Shaw even have pop? That's fair. <laughs> he, Travis Shaw, is Travis Shaw doesn't even have Travis Shaw pop anymore, but he's got three bombs. At least VR has he's had more, like a better slugging percentage than Shaw mm-hmm. did last year. Like hits for better average too. Yeah. I think that I think I think I would do that. Or I would bump Cavan down to three. But I'd rather have like I like Cavan at one. I I've been the the captain of the Cavan leadoff hitting fan club. Especially without Bo in the lineup. Like I I am neutral on Bo or Cavan at one, but without Bo in the lineup, Cavan's your leadoff hitter, and I don't think you ever take him out of that spot. Oh, I have a point I like to make. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, no, like, so T Oscar, they, they hit him at the four, no? Yeah. Yeah. Like, as as it stood, like, on the weekend, like, I think he was hitting in the four spot and Shaw was at the yeah. three. Yeah, it makes like, no and sense. And my brother's looking at this and he's been watching. He's been, my brother has been following the Jays very, very big this year. So he's been very high on the team this year. And he's like, why don't they just bat T Oscar at the three? If you look at how many of his home runs are solo home runs, his yep. RBI count relative to his his home run count home run just doesn't count? make yeah. sense yeah. yep yeah no, you're, um, they, they don't they don't want um like three righties in a row 
they want to break it up, which is the stupidest. I don't, fucking I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been saying that we should fire Montoya all year long. I don't agree with a lot of the moves he makes, so I, I don't mean, really I have an argument against. Could you do you not agree that that one of us could manage this team fucking yeah. better? It does not take a lot of work to manage this team. I don't know. Why like, is you two maybe? Yeah, yeah. Why is Lord? Why is Lord is batting seventh? Mm-hmm. Lourdes is one of the best. He's probably the best hitter he, of the, the four, four guys. Three, yeah. Today and a single today. I, thrown out at home, which I didn't love. But that steal a third with that slide. Oof. Oof. Oh my! It's got some of the nastiest steals this season. Mm-hmm. With that the one like, in Tampa Bay with the the swim that they're yeah. like, oh, he got tagged out. He's just like, so oh, good at that little swim move. It's just it's ridiculous. Ideally, okay. Say Bo is back. What what is your line? Who comes out? Is is Shaw starting or is VR starting? VR. I would say VR. Okay. okay. So run me your lineup, Brent. It's Cavan probably one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bo, I'd assume oh. goes two. Uh huh. Or other way around, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm fine either way. I, I like. But it make it yeah. does make more sense strictly on base percentage to have Cavan one, Bo two. Yeah. So Cavan one, Bo two. It, yeah. If it's me putting it together, I have Lourdes hitting three. And then maybe not even anymore. It could be. Honestly, if Gritchick stays like this, if Gritchick is still this when he comes okay. in, uh, Bo comes sure. back, it could be Gritch, Teoscar, T- and then Vlad, and then Lourdes. Uh, yeah. so, so right now I, I would have yeah. Biggio, Bo, Teoscar. Mm-hmm. Vlad Grichik, but you could convince me. To any, go honestly, to any of those three, I'm okay with. In but any you got to bat those five, the the first, the first yeah. five or six batters. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no other way around it. No, I Grichik needs to be higher in the lineup. I never, or he's hitting two now, right? So do you bat VR nine yeah. then? I would say because that's like your second leadoff, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Then you have a guy on base for when Cavan comes up, and now the pitcher has to worry about him because he's a stolen base threat. And then you're not going to get as many strikes thrown to Cavan. And Cavan is one of the best in the league at taking pitches. Yeah, I I really like that. And even Cavan, Cavan's always looking at the. You know what? I think they might. I think they might bat. They might bat Bo one and Cavan two to break up the lefty, and then throw Shaw down, or uh, like one of the the lefties that they play. Down further in the lineup because then you yeah. have BGO there. I just, mm-hmm. it's not that difficult. You do like I think they're they're it's a really easy job. They overthink they're the lefty righty yeah. splits because they're really not that different, especially with this team. Like they all hit lefties and righties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like their splits are really not that drastic that you need to be worrying about having different guys hit at different or in different spots versus certain pitchers. Like even Tay Oscar, like they they. For some reason, Montoya has it in his head that Tay Oscar just doesn't hit lefties, and I don't yeah, think that's true. Well, let me check. So one of the things that the VR move does is it relegates Joe Panic to the bench, which is great. In my opinion, you shouldn't even be with the club. Like if you're telling me Espinal or Panic, I'm taking Espinal. Espinal's been hurt though, so there's that. He's he got a quad I mean, string. Yeah, yeah. This is his first game Play back though. Uh, so against righties, what do you think Tay Oscar's hitting against righties? It's he's doing so he's hitting 300, right? Yeah, yeah. isn't he hitting like three, 306? Hitting, 306. Uh, I thought it was 320, but yeah, no. he's like sixth in the league in OPS. He's I hitting think. 322 against righties and 265, right. 265, which is basically his career batting average, which is fine. I'm yep. like, I'm not that concerned about 265 that I need to take him out of the lineup. 
okay, how many left? How many home? He has seven home runs against righties and five against lefties. Yeah, exactly. Like he's in, overthinking it. He is overthinking the entire lineup. In a third of the at bats, he has five home runs against lefties. Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense to me, but oh, another Vlad can hit righty lefties. Vlad does not hit lefties. He crushed the one thing I wanted to bring up was thing uh, on the weekend. Go see your point of the whole Montoyo thing. Mm -hmm. And when I forget who walked, I think it was Panic who drew the walk. Okay, the on Sunday against uh, or yesterday rather against in the ninth inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're losing tomorrow. Uh-oh. And in Toronto, the first thing that's... Oh, yeah, am I good? Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, no, maybe. Yeah, you're good now. Okay. No, I was going to say, the one thing, as soon as they brought in... uh, What's his name? Espinal? Uh, to, to pinch run. Okay. Espinal yeah. to pinch run. The yeah. first thing Buck Martinez says is, you know, he's really been uh, battling the hamstring issue. And my yeah, brother so looks like, at him and he's like, so why the fuck are you bringing this guy on to pinch run? His first appearance back after a hamstring injury. You're like, yeah, go run. Yeah. He's not a good manager. I, I like, he seems like a great guy and I'm sure he's a mm -hmm. really good bench coach, but he's not a good manager. It's basically the, the same thing that I would say to if the Jays had traded Lourdes, like, cause all the guys like him in the room, but mm -hmm. I'm also like, well, if you trade in him for Clevenger, your team is better. Mm -hmm. Like yes, you take stuff out of the room. Yeah, but you're also way better on the field. It's kind of the same thing with Montoyo. Great guy. You take him I'm out sure of there. People won't be happy to see him leave, but he's not good at his job, and you mm -hmm. could hire a better manager. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I like the guy. It's just he seems like a great human being. I I think he's a great person. I just think there's better options than Montoyo. <laughs> it's kind of it's exactly like john gibbons because i'm sure a lot of people i didn't really like him but he, everyone loved john yeah. gibbons the person and i think he did a great job of standing up for his players when he was here so i'll give him that but he was also not a good manager and realistically right. there were a few losses in the postseason that you can peg directly on john gibbons and i think it's the same idea they're just like they're not great managers but they're great people then again like the, isn't aren't all managers bad basically like there are very few that you Kevin agree. Cash is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Cash is one of the best managers. In the league. Joe Girardi, pretty good. Is he? Why did he get fired from the Yankees? Ah, uh, because he'd done it for thirty years, and they're just finicky. also he's Philadelphia is the worst bullpen in the league, and he's been the yeah, one but he's tried league. everything. It just the whole bullpen sucks. There's I nothing mean, he can do about the fact they get that Workman who sucks, and they still suck. Like I just think that there's they, realistically. They, Managers don't really have a huge impact on the game. Like mm -hmm. if we're like if you're being realistic, how much? What percentage of a of a difference does a manager make? Regular really season, I don't find at all. It's just play when you hit the playoffs. They make a yeah. big playoffs. Playoffs. We can't even win But like, um, what's his name in the L.A. there? Uh, uh, Dave Roberts. Yeah, Roberts has single handedly blown like three World Series for the Dodgers. Like, there's been so many opportunities that he's just. Wow. ruined it and like it comes though it's those moments like realistically a manager's not going to win you a game but they can lose you a game mm -hmm. and that's the thing i see with montoyo is that he's like no manager other than kevin cash right now maybe joe or uh, joe madden sometimes but like no other manager is going to win you ball games yeah 
but there's guys out there that'll lose you a few, and those aren't really the guys you want in Hey, look, at least our manager isn't getting pissy about uh, hitting grand slams. On um, yeah, yep. yeah. Our our manager's a good guy. That's what I mean. He's fine. Like okay, so let's go back to the to, to the moves that the Jays did with Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. Loved the Walker move, even when he didn't have his best stuff stuff in his debut. Like his command was off. He was he still, still went. How many scoreless? Five or six? Five, uh, six, five, six. six? I think. Yeah, he went six, innings. Yeah. six innings, four strikeouts, four, four hits, or four, four walks, hits, yeah. and a few hits. Yeah, not bad. So, like, what? <laughs> what? what <laughs> I, I think that's a great get. You can't ask for much more than yeah. that. I mean, he goes six shutout innings. I'm cool with that every time. If your starter goes six shutout innings every time they go, you're winning. You're winning seventy five percent of your games. Yep. Especially with this bullpen, with the amount of weapons they have. Yeah. You're winning 75% of your games. So the Vogelbach move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't it's know. weird. It's very it's weird, weird because not only do you do you have basically a clone of him in Rowdy Telez. Two of them. Yeah. <laughs> and you played one of them against a, le- a left-handed pitcher you, today. You have so many Daniel Vogelbachs. I just I don't really understand. I don't understand why you bring him in. Them. Yeah. I like what he brings in terms of power when he's hitting. Like he has the ability, like you saw at the beginning of last year, that guy hit like 20 homers in like 34 games or something stupid. And then just fell off the face of the earth. But it like, I like what he can do in that sense. It's just the move doesn't make a ton of sense. Other than the fact that he's just a good guy to have around the team. Maybe because as far as I know, everyone in Seattle loves him. I would have much rather than, made a move for Jose Martinez who got okay. traded to the Cubs. Yeah. Because he's basically the the right-handed hitting version of that to where you platoon him with with Rowdy mm-hmm. at first at first and slash DH. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dude is hitting that's not it. There is this Ooh, he's not hitting great against lefties this year, but statistically No, but historically he hits really good against lefties. Yeah. So I, I it's a strange don't... move. I, I I like Vogie though. I think it's I think it's an okay move, especially considering all you gave up was cash mm-hmm. that you ended up getting back in the Robbie Ray deal, anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. It's a it's a nice move. Yeah, and the Jays didn't give up really anything for VR. Uh, we don't know about well, we do know about the Robbie Ray return. That was nothing. Basically Travis Bergen, who was a guy in their 40 man that they weren't, I think he made one. He, pitched, he, he made his debut not that long ago and he was good, yeah. but he, he wasn't a top 30 prospect. You, you have so many of this kid that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And then we don't know about the Ross Stripling move. Apparently it's, yeah. you probably got someone that the Dodgers it's two players to be named players. later, right? Yeah, and apparently one is you would assume one is one that the Dodgers like because mm-hmm. he's a free agent in 2023. So the VR one reported by forget who it was. It's Some, hey, Heyman. Heyman yeah. said that it's Griffin Conine, right? Which is fine because Conine, I he's never played above. He's in high. high a. A, no, he's never played above low A. Or sorry, low A. And, but, but he, he did hit 289 with 24 home runs as a catcher. Okay, which but is fine. But you don't need Richard, Richard Urania, 
yeah. reason why I was so high on him was because in the same league he had 19 home runs. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I there's all he's also just blocked out. Yeah. Like, where, where is he going to play? Right. No idea. You're already looking to get rid of why catching depth. Why? Why try and why not just deal this guy? Mm-hmm. Why would he the Dodgers move on from Stripling though? They're in like first place, are they not? A strange move. I don't really understand. So, so the reason why I saw is basically that they didn't see him in their playoff rotation, so they didn't think that they needed him. Right. Mm-hmm. Which okay. Makes sense, but... Right now they got he's Bueller not Dustin May. They got Bueller and Wood on the DL right now. Okay. <clears throat> Kershaw back. Kershaw, Urias, May, Gonsolin. So they they have guys, but I don't know. I mean, Ross Stripling is not taking a spot from Dustin May. He's not taking a no. spot from Clayton Kershaw. He's not taking Bueller when he comes back. He's Gold probably not taking Alex good. Wood. Like that. Like he was no, the for a team guy. that's in first. Pl- yeah, but even for a team that's in first place, I feel like you'd always want to have more. It is a weird move. It's weird to lose guys if you're the Dodgers. I don't really understand it either, but I see where they're coming from in the sense that like they don't really need him because they don't. He's they have so much starting depth. They, they like they could afford. They got rid of a Cy Young candidate from last year, and it's yeah. not hurting them at all, right? You have to assume that them trading Stripling, they got something that they liked yeah. because he's controllable too. Like, yeah. and maybe yeah, he's, he's next year too. Maybe he's only a, like a. a five pitcher in your rotation mm-hmm. but i mean he was a two win war pitcher last year 1.8 and then 2.1 yep. the year before like mm-hmm. he's a good pitcher he's maybe just a swing guy but like he's an upgrade on jake waggis back yeah. Oh, yeah sorry um the one thing i forgot to mention on robbie ray is kind of little concerning he has a uh, 31 walks and 31 innings pitch this year yeah so basically what i saw is he's got the second highest K rate in MLB history. Yeah. But since 2010, he has the fourth highest walk rate. He's got 43 strikeouts in 31 innings this year. It's good. He had 84 in one or in 174 last year. Oh, wait, no, I'm writing that. 235, sorry, in 174 last year with 84 walks. Two years back, Pete Walker. Yeah. Your work cut out for you. Yeah. I mean strikeout numbers though, like two thirty-five last year, one sixty-five in twenty-four starts the year before, two eighteen, two eighteen, one nineteen. Like the guy, the guy's got stuff. It's just yep. a matter Electric of stuff, no command. He's got he, a two what? whip. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> he also has a seven point eight four ERA. Like. Too even when I say two, like yeah, it's two. even. It's not. Yeah, it's two. He's never really yeah. been great as far as whip, except for the year he finished seventh in Cy Young voting, where he was one point one five. But other than that, it's one point three plus, and I mean plus plus. Yikes! Maybe you'll figure it out. Be Walker done done magical things before. Maybe he'll continue to do that. With who? I don't know. I guess he kind of just butchered a bunch of guys. Estrada. He had he had Stra- uh, Sanchez working for a little bit. Estrada was good. Yeah. Steve Delabar figured it out. Um, Hap was Cecil. good. When he came back from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah Hap. 
Um, Strowman last year. Strowman. Yeah. It's about the it. The thing that worries about me with Ross Robbie Ray is uh, the AL East. E. Except if you're facing these Yankees with uh, Luke there's Boyd no one there. Band of merry men. There's no one there. Yeah. There's there's no one. They got Gio Urshela back. And Gio yeah. Urshela's hitting 237 or something like that. Yeah. Like it's did not last year's Gio Urshela. Yeah, I think they did. Did they take both games of the doubleheader yesterday? Yeah, the Mets fucking yeah. suck. They blew like a six they blew run. Up. Yeah. Yeah, they did lose Trash. again. Fuck. Trash. Mm. Can't help us out at all, eh? We're one and a half ahead mm. of uh, behind the or one behind the Yankees because they're losing to uh What's game it, and a half? Oh my lose. god. The Yankees are getting no hit right now by Tampa. Why'd you say? You just cursed it. Bro, I'm on a podcast. Uh, why'd you I say it? if they give up a fucking hit now? MLB network MLB the MLB said it. Okay, it posted it on its thing. Who's pitching? Mm. Tyler Glass now. That oh, that makes sense. That guy's got stuff. He's got stuff, but he's probably the least consistent player. Yeah, but league. he can do this when he's on his peak. I mean, I could no hit this Yankees lineup. Psych, but I mean, Mike Ford might uh, might Babe Ruth you. Yeah. Oh, DJ LeMahieu. Uh, oh, dude, they have DJ LeMahieu back in the lineup. LeMahieu, Voight, Ford, Clint Frazier, Gio Urshela, Mike Taugman. Gary Sanchez is down to seventh in this lineup. That's frightening. He's hitting 131 this year. Oh, he's, he's over 100 now. He's nice. just bad. Uh, like a Jordy Mercer in the lineup. Is there anything else in base? Yeah, I just want to uh, show some respect because there's one member of this Blue Jays coaching staff that I don't think is the respect he deserves, and it's not one you'd normally think of, but Dante Bichette has done an incredible job with this team. Like, it's one of those guys that, like, he just he doesn't actually have a role on this team in terms of, like, he's not the hitting coach, he's not a pitching coach, he's not really anything. He's more of just, like, the mm-hmm. mental side of things. And I think it's nice to have a guy that's actually been there and played in the league, albeit he wasn't that fantastic when he did play. But, like, just he's he's got these guys doing different things than they usually do. Like, he's been working with Grichuk a lot, and you can see the difference it's made with Grichuk. He's been working with Teoscar a lot, and you can see what it's done with Teoscar. And, like, he's just really good at helping these guys with their approach to the game, which is incredible. But then on top of that, he's helping guys that have come into the team too, like mm-hmm. Daniel Vogelbach. So – he played high school ball with Dante Jr. So it's like he already comes in. You feel comfortable because you have this guy here that can help you adapt to the team. And it's just, I think he doesn't really get the credit he deserves for the stuff he does, but he's done an unbelievable job with some of the best players on this team. Yeah. Something I was interested in was uh, the Jays were in on Mike Miner. Yeah. And. He costed the A's their 16th, like, and 21st best prospects. And I was like, wait, so you're telling me we got, we had to give up less for Robbie Ray than we did Mm -hmm. Mike Miner? Like, Mike Miner's got a higher floor. Yeah. But the ceiling for Robbie Ray is enormous. Yeah. Enormous. Yeah. But Robbie Robbie Ray is a free agent at the end of the year, though. So is Mike Miner. Mike Miner, yeah, that's fine. But like, you're getting them for the rest of this year, and right now, Mike Miner's better than Robbie Ray. Arguable. 
Uh, I think you could actually oh. tender uh, Robbie Ray for next year. Can you? I think so. Okay. So I don't know. It's weird. Never Baseball's mind. weird. No. Uh, okay. Moving on. Sure. What are we moving on to? Oh, uh, we... yes. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So we missed the. Basically, our podcast went out of date as soon as the next day hit. Mm-hmm. Because the NBA. Uh, the Bucks they protested uh, the killing of James Blake. James Blake, right, right, right. Yep, James Blake. Yep. James Jacob. Blake. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Oh, come boy. on! Come on, guys, you, guys, uh, guys! You're supposed to correct me. Oh. They they, cor- they protested the shooting of Jacob Blake. Oh, uh, Thanks, Moral. Because it happened in Milwaukee, Gosh, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Wisconsin. So the cool thing with that that I didn't even know until the other day was that Milwaukee did it thinking that they were just ready to forfeit game five and take the loss. Like they weren't doing it to like start a movement. They were ready to go and take this game five loss, maybe come back and play game six. And I'm like that a ton of respect for you guys. The fact that they were willing to take the L in the game. I mean, obviously it you're still up. What is it? Three, two after game after game five, though, if they take that to forfeit. Yeah. You'd still be up three two, which it's the box, whatever. But like, ton of respect for the fact that like, you know what? We don't really give a shit about the game. We're mm-hmm. ready to take the loss if Orlando decides to be dickheads and go play. And like, good for, for you sure. guys. Yeah, like, okay. Can I give them kudos, but at the same time, not give them credit for being willing to taking a loss in that series? Yeah, it, because they, like, look, yeah. if they're in the Eastern they, Conference Finals, are they trying to take a loss? Like, or if they're down in a series, are they gonna like? Yeah. No. But what they did was, I, it was like an un, unintentional movement in a way, mm-hmm. uh, and that was really cool. To, yeah. to where the rest of the games were canceled that day, even though they weren't really canceled, yeah. the teams just weren't gonna, yeah. and players weren't gonna play. And it was interesting because they, there was a lot of contention between uh, the players because. So basically, the um, the rift between the players was that the Bucks did this on the on a whim without having a plan, right? And I agree with that because, like, you want to get your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. You're but, all together in one spot. I'm pretty sure you could beat and be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, let's do this together." But also, in a way, I think you have to give them credit because it made them not wait to take a stand, but rather look, we have to do it now because we all have to be in on this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just show it was just incredible because you see then um, I don't think any baseball games got canceled that day, did it? There was one. Milwaukee didn't play. The, the Brewers. Astros and A's didn't play, but I think I don't know if that was that day or not. It might have been the hurricane because of the hurricane. I'm not, but like there was, like, there was, one, there was definitely a game that got yeah. canceled that day, but I forget who it was. It might have been Milwaukee. So we, we saw a trickle into the MLB, and then you had, and I love this saying because uh, this podcast that I listened to, Puck Soup, they called the NHL the All Lives Matter League. <laughs> Because look, who's the one that's always late to the party? Yeah. And see. So, so 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 one of the big reasons why the NHL said that they didn't want to play was mm-hmm. because 
the teams are already in their pregame routine and they had their pregame nap and their pregame meal, so they just like get the fuck out of here, man. The the one thing I actually Jeff Blair made a really good point the other day on uh I don't even remember what show he's on, but he was saying a lot of people are blaming Gary Bettman and like the league itself for what happened mm-hmm. and like the fact that they didn't cancel games and whatnot. If you look at every other league that went and did something, the, the commissioners and all that had nothing to do with it. Like they had no part in any of these games being canceled. Yeah. Like it was the players that went out and decided that we want to do this. This is what we're going to do in both the NBA and the MLB. It wasn't teams that decided and leagues that decided we're going to shut down. It was these players. So you look at the NHL, None, it's, you got to put more blame on the players than you do the league, in in my eyes, anyways. And I think it's fair. Mm-hmm. I think you can blame both. I don't know, man. It's yeah, not up to Gary Bettman to do that, though. Why? Like, I get no, it. No, it's not on Gary. But it's not. Like, it's on the players. Yeah, one hundred percent on the players. I, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I don't think you can blame. Like, I don't know if you can no, blame both the league and players. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I sorry, I, I was I was half listening because I saw this stupid rumor on Twitter about the Leafs. Okay. So, oh, um, God. yeah, I won't I, I won't mention it because it's stupid. Um, okay. but yeah, like the players, a lot of it that there was the press conference the next day with Ryan Reese, Cad. That was nice. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. What mm-hmm. they did. It, it just sucks. Like I think Patrice Bergeron Bergeron was mm-hmm. really good on this. Because he's made a donation mm-hmm. and stuff to it. Just a and good. He's also person. very well spoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like and, he's and, very well spoken too. Yeah, so it's great, but there's no, there was no leader of it really until yeah. like the NHL. Their problem is they don't have a polarizing a, figure in that exactly, kind of in that community. Like mm-hmm. PK, if he was in the playoffs, could have potentially done it. Yeah, but I there's no. I thought it was interesting to see Kadri and Dickinson both up there. Mm-hmm. It's I understand why Kadri's up there, and I get that Dickinson's in supporting a lot, but like you both played in a ten thirty game the night before when a bunch of people decided that they were going to protest. So what changed for you overnight that all of a sudden you want to support in this way? See, but that's where I'm kind of on the fence still about it where it's like, I understand they didn't cancel their games, but I mean, the fact is the whole point of everything, whether it was the protest at the beginning or, you know, following or other leagues following suit was just to get discussion going, which I mean, the NBA proceeded to have meetings, multiple meetings about it. NHL had a very big conference where all the players were united and doing and having a very Mm -hmm. big discussion about it. I think Mm -hmm. that, to me, at least, is what is more important than, you know, just canceling a game just because another yeah. league did it. No, I get that. But, like, you're, you're not – I Kadri in particular for me, it's just, like, you're not really – I guess both of them. You're not really showing support at that point. Like, you're not actually supporting the movement. You're just following along with what everybody else is doing. Like, you don't actually it, – it seems more like you don't really – you care more about the game than you do the issue at that point because you had a chance to be the – like, make a difference. And you could okay. have sat out that game and been that person. Here. Here's the thing. Um, when the Jays didn't pl- sit out that day, mm-hmm. Jackie Bradley said he was sitting out the next day, and yep. no one on the Red Sox agreed with him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Until the Red Sox organization had to step in and say, "We're not playing." Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is 
look like some of the players in the locker room, like in hockey, because it doesn't affect them. They, they just don't care about the issue. Like they don't see it as, as a biggest deal. And like, kind of my takeaway was look, the NHL sits out games. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean as much in this situation than it, it does. If the NBA does or the NFL, uh, if any other sport does, um, but the one thing that I I like the NHL doing about this is because maybe it can combat the racism that goes on in your actual sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. look, it, there's systemic racism that goes on throughout hockey, mm-hmm. and perhaps the showing of unity can fix that. I think that's yeah. the sure. biggest takeaway sure. from from that press conference, and basically. Uh, yeah, the, like the press conference is cool and all that, and it shows how united the players can be at times. It's just, it just, I find it funny that the two of them are standing up as like one of the like as two of the faces of the whole thing when you guys mm-hmm. decided to play literally last night after like six hours worth of thinking you could have done on it. Mm-hmm. Didn't it? Just, I don't know. It didn't sit as well with me personally. Oh, we'll see. The other good point I heard too was like people giving flack to baseball for like not like all these teams not canceling and like canceling. Yeah, like half of them were, half of them weren't. Like it wasn't consistent. Like okay, NHL might have been late to the party, but they were consistent in their approach that you know the day after everybody's getting canceled, we're postponing it. Like I I feel like MLB wasn't that though. Is that there are? What's the number? I think it's seventy-eight players in the NBA bubble right now, all in the same spot. There's I don't really know the NHL number. Let's say 150 NHL players right now, all in the same hotels. There are yeah. 30 teams of 30 guys all around the United States right now. So you can get together as those smaller groups and figure out what you're going to do together as a group of players. It's a lot harder to get together. What's 30 times 30? <laughs> That's 900, 900 guys, right? There's 900 guys you got to get together, and there's only 60 in one area at a time. It's a lot harder to try and put that together and be like, this is what we're going to do as a group. Yeah. And you can't really communicate that with everyone else. Right. It's tough. I think what the, the isn't that the point of the players association? Yeah. Again, there's still like, there's representatives from 30 Mm -hmm. teams across the country, right? You're not in one room. They can be like, Hey, come down the hall with me for a second. We're going to have a talk. Like, look, baseball also has a, not as bad as the NHL, but it does have a race problem in that sport as well. Cause I think I saw the stat I saw going around was when Jackie Robinson retired from baseball, there was a 6% African-American uh, percentage of the league. Mm-hmm. And last year it was Jeez. the exact same percentage. Yeah. We so. haven't gone very far. Exactly. I got an ad that just came up. What the go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Jackie Robinson, yeah. uh, the unfortunate news of the passing of yeah. Chadwick Boseman this week. Oh, what a transition. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, just brutal news. Horrible. Yeah. How'd you guys find out? Where'd you guys find out? My friend actually sent it to me on Instagram. And like, I didn't believe it at first. Cause it just, it was like one of those posts you see on Instagram that like people do shit like that all the time without actually researching stuff. Right. And like first thing I did, I Googled it and I'm like, I see all these actual reputable sources pop up saying it. I'm like, it's just just hits you, right? Like it's fucking insane. Like no I don't know how many people actually knew that he was dealing with any of this. 
I know yeah. publicly there was n- pretty much nobody that knew. Yeah. And that's like a lot of people, part. a lot of people thought like Ryan Coogler would know because like he directed him in all these films and stuff. Mm-hmm. He didn't mm-hmm. even know. It's, inc- it's, inc- it's incredible. Like you see the list of movies that he did over the past was it, is it four years, five years. He's been doing four years. Yeah. Right? More like yeah. the list of movies that he's done over the past four years is insane to me. And he did it all while, while undergoing all these yeah. treatments. It's crazy. It's just like he did 42 black Panther, the James 42, Brown 42, 42 was before it, but like you want to talk about a hero. Like this is one guy like there, there was no black superheroes before this, before he nope. came around. Right. Like it's all your mm-hmm. basic white male protect uh, protagonist. And then all of a sudden you get a guy like Chad Bozeman and like you give some representation for black children that you're like you know what i could be this guy and like not only was he a hero in movies but like just as a human being everything this guy did and the way he went about his business and like the way he fought right into the very end like it's incredible what he was able to do and it's it's a tough loss it's crazy really tough yeah Um, for me like the news came to me scrolling on twitter scrolling on instagram like i didn't you know believe it at first I'm like what the hell's going on like I mean four years and I mean I guess they kept it private within the family and I mean mm-hmm. I feel like that's even harder to, to do and to just stay so mentally strong throughout it all and you know continue to persevere and go through you know the production of all these movies I mean yeah to, to Brand's point like that's incredible and I think in itself that's a huge feat and even just for people to take away from his whole life it's like you know you know not everything you see on the surface is what is what you get in a person. And I mean, for a guy to persevere through that and go through all that, that, I mean, it speaks to the whole hero point. I, I don't think you can say it any better. Like he's, you know, a human version of a hero and not just the sense of him playing. He's a real life. He's a real life. Hero. Yeah, for sure. Like, like there was no person of color that was a superhero. There's no mm-hmm. one that you could identify with. Like, it's just it, it's just really cool to see the impact. Of like Black Panther, everyone fucking loved that movie. Yeah. It was an mm-hmm. unreal movie. Nominated I I can't for remember. he was nominated yeah. for uh, best male actor in that movie, right? Like he. And who gets that from superhero movies? Yeah, not not many. Personally, it's not my favorite of the Marvel movies, but like just the right. impact it has. Exactly, yeah. it's like a it's a groundbreaking movie, and it's an, yeah. it's something you've never seen before. Like the mm-hmm. entire culture around it and all the African exactly. culture they brought into it's it, just really cool. Yeah, unbelievable it's like an experience. Yeah, and he did an incredible job with the character, and he mm-hmm. carried a lot of that movie, which was great. I have the list here of movies he's done since 2016. So he's done Gods of Egypt, Civil War, Message from the King, Marshall, Black Panther. Infinity War, Endgame, Twenty One Bridges, Defy Bloods, and then Miss M- Marini's Black Bottom. All while dealing with all this. Yeah. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies while undergoing chemo- chemotherapy and surgeries and this and that. Crazy man. Crazy. Yeah. And I also, and like I know that they planned Black Panther two, but I wonder what yeah. that what happens now because I don't think that they filmed it. But, no, it's no filming is done. And I don't even know so, how can you go on from something like that? I mean, just out of the sense that, you know, what he know. meant to the not only just the film, so, but to the franchise and to everybody who's watched so, that. So, so, so yeah. here's where I wonder, because they did like, you know, with Carrie Fisher when she passed. Yeah. I wonder All if the they CGI could. They, they, yeah. I wonder if they do something. It's like tougher because they did the same thing with Paul Walker. 
in yeah. Furious Seven, mm-hmm. but yeah. that, at that point with Paul Walker, they had a bunch of stuff filmed, and Harry sure. yeah. Fisher they had a bunch of stuff filmed in the second one, or mm-hmm. the eighth one, whatever you want to call it. But with this, they don't have anything filmed, and he's the main character. It's not like Carrie Fisher was mm-hmm. basically a supporting character at that point, and Paul Walker. The entire Fast and Furious series is basically just the Vin Diesel show, and it's kind of like Paul Walker's there, but he's still not the main character of it. And you had enough scenes that you could CGI him into it. If you have nothing filmed, it's tough to CGI an entire character into something. It'll be intriguing because in some form or fashion, they're gonna continue it in some like he's going like they're gonna continue the franchise in some way like in yeah. in terms of like the yeah. avenger like franchise you know like the group of like marvel characters mm. they're going to introduce it in some way of how they wrap it up it, it, whether they continue it or they discuss the past like mm-hmm. there's going to be some sort of tribute which mm-hmm. will be interesting mm-hmm. to see because like that's just it's just brutal um yeah. really really shitty all right on to better news uh the bucks just lost to the miami heat uh, so that makes uh-huh. me a little happier about the Raptors getting absolutely slaughtered in game one against the Celtics. Oh, we haven't talked about the Raptors. Oh. No, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So basically any everything I said had, had come true of why the Celtics could win because mm-hmm. the Raptors suck scoring in isolation in half court and mm-hmm. they spent the whole game in a half court type offense and they couldn't get anything going because they couldn't get stops on the Celtics. So they couldn't run in transition and Fred wasn't shooting. Pascal got into foul trouble early and then you, they were getting no calls. Marcus Smart was doing his bullshit. Kyle mm-hmm. was fine. Serge came in and knocked threes down in the first and then was just everyone played bad. Yep. Outside of Kyle, everyone mm-hmm. played bad. And even Kyle would say he Boston played bad. Boston was Austin was good. Austin was really good. Marcus Smart had a really good game. He scored mm. 21 points. Tatum didn't even play that great. And yet, like, no one on Boston played great. I think the Raptors just played like shit. But on mm. a positive news, the good luck charm is in the bubble and reunited with Papa, Fred Van Vliet Jr. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw that video, but that was, no. that was great. Of uh, Van Vliet and his yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, reconnecting here, Brian. Go on to my Twitter. I retweeted it, and it's just it's just beautiful. They're letting family into the bubble, yeah. In the second round, they, they're now letting uh, oh, people, nice. yeah, family into the bubble. So, yeah, like, uh, I'm more like this. This series was always gonna be tough, so mm-hmm. whatever. Wraps in five. You know, I yeah, like, so, so. I was like talking myself back into the Raptors while the game was going on. And I was just like, well, we do remember last year in the semifinals when Boston looked absolutely dominant in game one against the Bucks, And then um, they shit the bed for the next four games. Yeah. It was, it's a really, it's, a, up, it's a tear jerk. So it's a tear jerk. Did you hear the audio or no? No. I, I have the audio. Oh, the audio is great. It's just really? like, I love you, daddy. Yeah. 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 It was, That's it was cool. so good. It's so good, and then the pictures that are circulating around—it's—it's it's beautiful. Um, so cute. So it's like Giannis's baby and his his uh, girlfriend were courtside today, mm-hmm. watching them play. Um, like it's just really cool uh, that that they can see their families again. Yeah. Um, real quick, we can get back to Raptors in a sec. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd be mm-hmm. reminiscent not saying um, that we kind of glossed over and didn't actually talk about. Uh, Oscar Lindblom took warm ups the other day for Philly. 
It's his first time mm-hmm. back on the ice since undergoing uh, chemotherapy and stuff chemotherapy, like that. Yeah. So I mean, I, wow. it's, it's not not anything we need to get into, but like I'd feel reminisced if we didn't bring it up. So shout out to him. Yeah. Ton of respect. Good for you, man. For sure. It's a tough. Imagine like coming hand. back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's crazy. From that. I would love to I see don't, him. Yeah, I don't know I'm if he does, he... but when it's did... really cool if 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 he's able to do that. Do they play? To, no, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, they're tomorrow. Yes. I don't think he plays, but I think it'd be really cool to see him play. It would be. I I agree just, wholeheartedly. Just, just the fact that he's already back out there with the guys is it's it's incredible, and you you love to see it. So. Last thing, um, oh, we could talk about that. Yeah, what were you, what were you guys thoughts watching this Raptors game? Because I was just pissed off. I was just I honestly didn't watch all of it. I watched some of it, and I I'm like, well, we are getting outplayed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, I watched from top to bottom, and I mean, right from the start, like, okay, the refs. Whatever the refs were, the refs they didn't have a, a very friendly fucking for bomb the- refs. We're bomb refs. Know, but still, but still, bomb refs. Like I'm not gonna try and say that the the referees are why they lost because you cannot. No, be no, the Raptors played like shit. Yeah, yeah. Clip, no, I agree. Right, I agree. like I don't know what the final tally was on their shooting. Yeah, the Raptors were shooting field, in the thirty percent range, and Boston was shooting. The I'm 50, saying fifty percent. Yeah, and I mean, look to be fair to the Raptors in their defense, like Boston turned over the ball like double the amount of times the Raptors did. So it's not as if mm-hmm. they played ex- extraordinarily better than the Raptors. Like the game was technically there for the taking defensively. Like their defense kind of kept them in it per se. It's just, they could not execute by any means offensively, right? Like, like you said before, uh, Fred wasn't shooting. Pascal was foul trouble. And even when he was in the game, he wasn't very effective in my opinion. And then, I mean, Kyle was doing what he could. I know coming off an injury, my expectations weren't super high. I didn't even think he was going to start. So seeing him play, he was a, yeah. yeah, he was a real bright spot, all things considered. But uh, I mean, yeah, like they're in for a tough series. I think that, you know, as long as they, they make their shots, like they got to create offensively a lot better than what they did in game one. And I mean, it's like to what you said, like maybe, you know, one game, they just needed a kick in the ass because even Jack was saying it in the broadcast, you know, the difference in, you know, difficulty from a Brooklyn team to a Boston team is a bigger jump than the rap, than Philly, what the, yeah. the Philly to the Raptors. Right. Sure. So I think maybe just a kick in the ass is all they need right now. And I mean, it's a wake up call for sure. Like the two games they played are their only, the two games against Boston so far in the bubble are their only two losses Boston, in yeah. the bubble entirely. Right. Like, yeah. And I'm, and it's not even as if they were close games. Like they average apparently, like between the two games, like twenty points over the two wins on average. Right. So they've been beating the Raptors pretty handily, but I think they they have a shot to definitely come back. They just got to execute offensively. Yep. No, I agree. Um, it'll be fun. They play tomorrow at five thirty. So. We'll Who see. has the prime time then? If I'm, if I may uh, ask, can I Denver, just say Denver, this, this Denver, is the Utah. one thing? Okay, it's a game this is the Fine. one thing I completely forgot to mention. Yeah. You have a matchup between the two and three seeds in the East, one of which won the fucking finals last year, and they're playing and the at one o'clock. o'clock? Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, it's because one, the other series had more stakes. Like, who cares? They're still no, in the I first understand. round. Look, like, for tomorrow, fuck, what you said it was go. tomorrow. The Raptors, yeah, they play. They're they're at five thirty in Denver, Utah is at eight thirty because 
it's, it's a game, a game seven. seven. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll fine. And Jamal I'll, Murray versus Donovan fine. Mitchell has been in. Jamal that, Murray's literally he's averaged like what thirty six and a half points this series mm-hmm. or something, something ridiculous. He's. I don't know if you guys been, saw the highlight. He I was did. literally a heat check the entire fourth. Mm-hmm. It was he, unbelievable. He set he a record for most up. points as a Canadian, right? Something like that. Yeah. Something I mean, stupid last night. I don't know. He's got 150 points in his last like three games. It's or crazy. Something. He's incredible. Yeah. His uh, his post game was pretty powerful too. Yeah, actually. Cool. Like he was very emotional. Like you could tell. Like I think for him, like it's beyond the game. Like he's just really battling. And I think with it all going around the the protests and everything, like you can definitely see he's got a lot of fight in him. And I think this is going to be. I, I I respect the NBA's decision to not put the Raptors in the prime time because like. This is going to be a crazy game seven. Donovan Mitchell's been going for 40 plus a lot of games. Jamal Murray's been going now 50. And I'm really excited for this uh, game seven. Yep, same here. Um, if the Raps don't win this next game, it's over. I think. You think? Wow. I think so I know. You never know. Two old deficits. Yo, yeah, they mean, don't have home court advantage then. Didn't they get down 2 <laughs> 0 to the Bucks last, last year? Yeah, they, they did. did. But like, Anything There's happened. no Kawhi to, to, to bring. No, you're right. That's the thing. Right. There's no guy they have in an ISO situation that is just mm-hmm. like, okay, get us a shot, put us back in the game. Like, yep. they didn't you're have, right. they don't have that right now. You're right. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. Do we have time for this quiz? Do you guys want to do it? Sure. Uh, we, we, got a little, we got a little bit of time. All right. Let me pull it up. Oh, um, just, just a filibuster. I saw that. Um, who's on in net for Colorado tonight? Is it is not Francois? Franc Francois Francois? No, is it? Oh no, it's Hutch. Oh <laughs> God, no! Are you kidding me? Yeah, he was in that Why? yesterday though. Because it's a back-to-back. Francois got pulled so yesterday what? because they got lit up, and when in doubt, pull out Hutch. I guess. Are you certain? Because Sportsnet has Francois as the likely goalie. Elliot Freeman tweeted out. Oh my God. That's Hutch jokes, though. Look, we were, I was watching the game All yesterday. this in 2020. And they pulled Francouz, and we see Yo. Kadri in the game. We saw Komarov against the I Flyers. Hope... We saw Van Riemsdyk, and now we're oh, seeing I hope Hutch. He... I, I hope, hope he, he wins them the fucking series. <laughs> I hope he wins them the cup. How funny would that oh be? Oh, my God. And somehow Dubas will get shit for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... They hate him when he's here. They hate him when he's winning somewhere else. It doesn't matter. Michael Hutch. All right. How R rated are we getting on this quiz? Uh, not too too bad. PG thirteen. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Fourteen A. Pizza overrated or okay? So first of all, we're trying to do these uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Uh, and I found this quiz on BuzzFeed. So I'm gonna go through with the guys a couple of these, and we're gonna we're gonna banter out. Not sports related at all. Just uh, some more good fun. All right. Pizza. Overrated, underrated, pro- accurate, properly rated. What kind of pizza? Pizza. <laughs> what oven no, are we talking to? You're talking to an Italian here. You're talking to a purebred Italian. You can't pizza. just say pizza. I am saying, is it wood um, oven pizza or is it the no. shit I'm going to have at the store? Delicio? No, no. It's no, not, no, like it's not frozen pizza. It's not frozen pizza. No, no. I'm saying, it's look. Be, it's, been, re- like, it, it's not a restaurant. It's like a take. It's like a Pizza Hut, Pizza Pizza. So no. like fast pizza overrated. overrated. Fast oh, severely overrated. How about I that? I think it's Authentic. properly rated. Pizza's delicious. I really like pizza. 
pizzas. pizzas I don't think it's, like, you can get it so quick, and like it feeds so many people. Like yeah, in that respect, but I mean, compare it to like the authentic pizza. It's so, yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously it's well, not I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to like base this off of? Like, do you want a McDonald's cheeseburger or like a five like, cheeseburger? Yeah. Like, I'm still gonna get a McDonald's cheeseburger and be happy with it because it was two dollars. Yeah, like, fine. Like I even, think I overthought this one. Like even pizza, even pizza, pizza. There's sometimes where I'm like, I'm in the mood for something that's not pizza, but it's like. <laughs> Like pizza, pizza, the mood. I never like pizza, dude. I never liked Humber's pizza, pizza. Never, ever, ever. Oh, it's trash. It's trash. Never like. I never liked it. They're pizza, pizza. They they might be going out of business because they said if they don't get any help from the government, they're going to go out of business. I'll I'll be okay. All right, love. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Overrated. I don't know. Overrated. I think it's I think it's accurate. I, I think I think like, the idea of, of companionship is yeah no that's yeah, no, that's, that's properly, I just properly the rated. Way, I the, the way it's like portrayed in the media and like sure. everything that like people everything think in the world about. revolves around it. Like I yeah, just think I think it's a little much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair. You don't need all that to feel love for someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, skipping this one. Uh, avocados. Overrated. I hate them. I don't know. There's like, so much. I don't need them. I don't need them. I don't them. Even if I, I don't did have like them, them, I'm not educated enough in the avocado discussion type of fair. I would and... lean overrated, but like I just do, I don't even eat them. So like, just for I the mean, guacamole's guacamole's pretty good, but is it essential like to it. me having fun with my nachos or burrito or no. whatever? No, I don't no. need it on my nachos. No. Exactly, yeah. or so my burrito. That, so but whatever. I mean, Properly I'm rated. Paying, I'm not paying extra for it. It's not you're telling me double meat, or if you're telling me guac, I'm taking. Yeah, it if you give me the choice between double meat or guac, I go double meat ten times out of ten. Never 100%. a time where I think guac instead. I interrupt this just with a update that Tampa is winning. Oh, they fucking score after Bruins and uh, yeah, Woodbridge Ontario's uh, Anthony Sorelli. So let's go. Yeah. Let's go Lightning. The Titanic overrated, the underrated, properly rated. The Titanic. I don't. Uh, it's not that great. I'm in. I'm in different. However, it came out in the '90s, so it's a little different. I had it on VHS, and it came on two different VHS tapes because the goddamn thing was so fucking long. But now every movie is that long, so I don't know. Is there a movie that's talked about like and reference not referenced to in terms of like pop culture references, but like referenced to as in like revered to than the Titanic? The Godfather, maybe, but no, probably. I'd say the Titanic is probably up there. It's, it's up there. Yeah. It's, it's known like, as a class. I think just because it's, class, it's being, yeah. re- you know, looked at as a classic movie. I don't. I think it's hard to call it overrated. Like with any classic movie, it's. I think whatever nineties we were all what no more than ten years old. But I think I it's think hard we to. Born. It was like ninety four. I've also never watched it. Like never. Like I've never like, watched as an adult. I, like, yeah, like, if you want to borrow the VHS, I have it. No, I'm hmm. good. You got a VCR okay. at home. I think I could find a way to find it. No, so, no, I'll give you the V. You gotta get the, the like the. Uh, you gotta get the, the static the, screen, the, like you gotta. Yeah, get you gotta have the actual experience, like the genuine '94 Titanic experience. I'll give you both VHS tapes. I'll, I can see if I can. If you don't have a VCR, I can find one. Have a nice marathon night. Celebrity feuds, overrated, underrated, overrated, overrated. Unless there's a fight or like Specific a box match, one- some, something I get to watch. No, out of even it all. those. No, even though no, like still. the Floyd and Connor fight was was so stupid. Mm-hmm. 
overrated. Uh, overrated, but yeah, like okay. unless there's something that comes from. Here's it. one I think is 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 properly rated, The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. It's not I something I would seek it. out. I don't know. It's not. So, no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. It's, it's so not something weird. I would seek out. But if my significant significant other mm-hmm. wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. it's n- and like as a compromise show, it's not something I'd be pissed off at watching. I think it's the most overrated show on television. It it it's not the worst thing that I have to watch. Hold I on, concept is hold fucking on, hold stupid. On. Bachelor. Oh, I agree. Bachelor and not Bachelorette, right? This, I don't it, give a I, shit. I, I assume it's both. I assume it's both. Like, uh, both are okay, stupid. One, one, one's where it's one girl. One's where it's a bunch of one girls. Yeah. The Bachelor is the guy, and then that one. Okay, that one's that one's acceptable. It's a stupid concept. The people never end up together by the time they hit the reunion show. Agreed. And yeah. it's the dumbest drama you ever see. Like you know what's gonna happen, and it's yeah, sucks. which is kind of like why I'm like I don't care, but like it's so it's such a shit show that you watch. It became like a fucking phenomenon this oh, year, yeah. and I don't understand why. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not this it's year. It's every twenty year. years. It's every year. It's so stupid. Bachelor, Bachelor. There's like four people that have stayed together on the entire however long the show. Like it's not a good concept. The premise is just not there. I. I'm not here for it. It's stupid. All right. This one might break up our friendship. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Taco Bell. Underrated. Mara? I'm always a big fan of getting sent straight to the toilet. So, yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> okay. So, so I would say I would actually I'd say underrated because Taco Bell isn't as big here as is, as it is in the states. No, because like in the states there's like 24 hour Taco Bells and stuff. Like really, we oh, ours like Bell they close yesterday. at like 8 30, like nine o'clock. I haven't had Taco well, Bell since are, like the all, start of the quarantine. Ours are tied to the to KFC uh, KFC yeah. branch, right? So we used yeah. to have a solo Taco Bell. Yeah, KFC Taco Bell comboed for me is like. It's heaven because KFC is my favorite chicken. Their sandwiches are bomb. And then you get Taco Bell. So I can order a KFC chicken sandwich and I can also get a handful of soft tacos. It's what I did last night. Fry Supreme. Incredible. Fry Supreme. I don't remember the last time I ever had. uh, No, it was maybe last summer, two summers ago, Taco Bell. So Yeah, no, it's a fun time. So good. good. And like, you don't even give me enough time. 14 soft tacos for $16 at that point, man. Like they are a dollar and change. For a soft taco. So Look, good. if you give me uh, enough time to mentally prepare that I'm gonna end up at the washroom, yeah, I'm all for it. I, I love it. Like, don't get me it's wrong. It's a good cleanse. It's a good cleanse. Yeah. Okay. Flushing out the taco system. Bell cleanses. Yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, is- New Year's Eve. I think it's properly rated. Honestly, any anytime, anytime I go out on New Year's Eve, it's never really a bad time. No. No. I was right? gonna fight on New Year's Eve last year, but other than it's that, never it not a really a good, good time. it's a good time, but to it's also fair, like, stupid yeah. expensive to do the exact same thing I do every other weekend. Right. So right. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards overrated, but it could be rated like it's fun. It's a good time. I mean, it's a big Celebrate. cash grab. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, whatever. It's the exact way I would spend any other occasion where it's just a house party yeah. with the people yeah. I want to be around with yeah. friends. And I mean, any you know, form or any reason to celebrate. I mean, it's cool in my book. So, I mean, it's not as if it's going to be some major extravagant party. It's just whatever, another get together with people and another reason to go have fun and booze. So it's fun. Everyone's obsession with bacon. Rated. 
so good. You, you, you think bacon is properly rated? I can't say I don't eat bacon. Oh, you know. so. uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it, it lives up to the hype. It's, it's great on a bur- you can have a breakfast, you can lunch, put it dinner. On everything, dude. It's br- it's a breakfast, like Moro said. You can put it on burgers, sandwiches. You can eat it by itself during the day. Doesn't matter. You can put it on pizza. You can put it on tacos if you want. I wouldn't, but you could. You put it on mm-hmm. lots of things. You put it in salad for fuck's sakes. It can crum- it just- it can crumble on a taco, maybe. Mm-hmm. You, it's just it's such a dynamic <laughs> food, man. It's, it's a versatile food. <laughs> it's a versatile uh, food. It is the utility man of foods. If if I say it's the Jonathan VR of foods. It is it is the yeah. David Fletcher of foods. It's the Jose Ramirez of food. It who's uh it's the Will Ferrell of foods. It played every position. <laughs> Libraries. I've never been. What is it? <laughs> Libraries? What do you do there? As like a hangout spot in like school Overrated. and stuff like that, it's not bad. There's some... If you have friends there, then it's 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 rate it's properly rated. I don't. If you really don't, books. then it's just over. Like yeah, exactly. So like the it's idea like an of books to me just seems. Like... Oh no no no! I think I'm using it as an idea of like a place to Where study. You hang out. Yeah, exactly. Just study at home. To study, I think it's overrated because nobody actually studies when they go to the library. Because no, I agree. It's just it's just a hangout. As a, chill, right? as a chill spot, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. hang out. Yeah, that's what I mean. No, but if you're at school and you go to a library and, and you're in your library, you're going to the library. No, like I would just say, yeah, like we're. Like just you guys never played silent library in your library. Oh, I never went. Bro. I never went to the library until my victory lap year. <laughs> Maybe that's why you had to take a victory lap. <laughs> I passed. Like, I graduated. I just went back. Okay. Recording concerts with your iPhone camera. Overrated. Because you never look at those videos ever. That's fair. And if you do, and you're you're posting on social... So, yeah, but you, if you're posting it on social media, yeah. no one gives a no. shit. No Man, one cares. People that post an entire, like... 20 minute clip on your snapchat and you're just sitting there like do 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 thanks i watched the concert for free i didn't have to pay for the ticket because i just watched the whole fucking concert yeah but with people's heads in the way it's i kind of agree it's kind of stupid concept but i still to brunch going to brunch what is brunch it's something like i i when i when i see this i'm like i would like to go for brunch more i just don't if the brunch, concept though. is very By the time good, I'm awake. It's lunch, so yeah. But that's what I mean, like a late lunch, like uh, or sorry, like a late breakfast in terms of what eleven o'clock breakfast. Like I do that every Sunday with my family, but exactly. we just call it breakfast because that's what time we're all up. I was up. gonna say that's yeah. kind of the thing is just like you're just eating breakfast foods for lunch. Is I think it's the idea of going to brunch with your friends, like out. Which I was, I'm like, yeah, it would Never be done. a great concept in theory. It's just um, I'm not thirty yet. No, maybe when I become retired and I want to go to brunch. But then at that point, brunch is at like nine because you're up at five every morning. I don't want to be Rihanna, overrated, underrated, properly rated. I think properly rated. Oh, Brad's got a hot take. The Bruins scored. Fuck. (laughs) Woo. Uh, I think Rihanna's a little bit overrated. Not a lot. Excuse me. What has she done in the past decade? She made a perfume or a yeah. makeup or whatever the fuck. Her, her whole line. Great. Whole line. Great. When's last time? She came up as a singer and has not had a song come out in four years. 
four? Four There's no way it's only been four. Four or five seconds. Work work was work was uh four years ago. That feels like hundred years ago. Okay, but like twenty twenty counts as six years. So twenty (laughs) sixteen? Huh? No, no, twenty twenty itself counts as six years because it feels like we've been here forever. Sure. Can I throw one in there? Beyonce. Beyonce? Yeah. What's your feelings? Do we want I don't know do you want the smoke for the beehive? I want the beehive. Beyonce as like musically? Yeah. It's fine. It's not it's not what I'm listening to. No, I think she's yeah. Beyonce as an aura, like a Beyonce symbol? as like a human being, great person. Beyonce as an artist probably one of the most overrated artists in uh, I think artists. it's because of her like presence what does she do though and like her, i think she's just extremely revered like yeah and, but why and she's uh she's a person of color in cool yeah that, that's that, yeah that that, that that's succeeding at the highest level she, she made it but like her music is and she hasn't done anything good in i think it's in it like she didn't I mean, release she, like inspiring type of music for she was great uh, like great exactly. in austin I mean, power right? in austin power she was fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I just it's I'm not for the whole whole Beyonce's music is not for us. Not for me. Yeah, no, I don't run the world. Yeah. yeah. No. And I am also not a single lady. Hasn't stopped you before. Hey well, I'm sure never been a lady. Well. <laughs> okay then. Okay. L- listening to the radio. Listening to the radio. Yep. Under underrated. Yeah. I like the yeah. That makes like, it, I, it, I, I it honestly don't like enough of it. it. Yeah, for, it, it, it kind of like forgets your troubles in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, also, I feel like people don't appreciate like the announcers on the radio enough. Like, like I've had not this easy. With a few people. No, it's a tough job to do, and I think there's some guys that do an incredible job of it. Like yeah. I had this conversation yesterday, but I don't even know his name. But the guy that just started doing the Blue Jays broadcast last year. Um, oh, he's with Milner now. Ben, uh, ben Wagner. Yeah, I I think he does a great job. And la- that uh, Tay Oscar walk off, his call of that was incredible. He did a really good job. And it's like a lot of people don't notice that, right? Like he, you might not like him. It's fine, but like he, you don't like even just that one specifically. Like it was a really good call, and like a lot of people aren't going to pick up on that. They're like, all right, we won, and off goes the radio. But like I, I think he did a really good job of calling that. And there's a bunch of guys that do that, and like. Even not even just sports, but like a bunch of the people that do the in between the song stuff, where you have to like perfectly time everything. Right, so right. It right. runs with songs, and even like those news hits that we like did in school, like those extremely hard. tough. It's so yeah. hard. Extremely tough. It's it, like you have to have the voice for it. You have to have the personality mm-hmm. and a lot the of cadence. Oh. Like, yeah. no, no. And so the reason cool. why I'm not the biggest Ben Wagner fan is it, it, it's not that he's not good. Mm-hmm. Jerry Howarth was just my guy. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. My Obviously, personal friend, like, I think uh, he's Jerry. okay, but Jerry he's so tiny. Eventually, so you got to move on when he retired. But he was so tiny, was like because I I worked right outside of where he did, yeah. so I ran into him like every day. Yeah, sweetest guy. Yeah, um, bucket hats, overrated. Like they they they're shit. Bucket hats. Yeah. I think they're rated. We can whiz through the, some of these. Bucket I think they're overrated. rated. I think they're great. No, they're trash. comfy. They cover trash. all your head. If you're trash. if you're like pasty ass white trash. and you're gonna burn the back of your neck, it covers that. 
I mean, I'd never wear them, so. Trash. You got to be some sort of douche to wear them. Social media, overrated. Oh, severely, severely overrated. I don't know. I only need I only need Twitter. I only I only need Twitter for news. That's it. I don't don't need Instagram. I don't need Snapchat. But I hate it. Yeah, I hate every part of it. I hate Facebook. I hate sports fans on every single site. It just sucks. All right, rapid fire, rapid fire. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Never seen it. All three or just first? Never seen. Pitch Perfect. First one was good. I think it's rated. Moral. I mean, yeah, it was all right. The one with Anna Ken- Anna-, Anna Kendrick, that yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it's all right. I'm. So she says the movie, or what? What are you saying? Obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that's the only reason. Music's cool I too. It, I, like, but, like, I like some of the stuff they do with it. It's, it's all right. Cats and those who obsess over their prowess. Overrated. Cats are the most overrated animal in the world. I've always been a dog person. It's never changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dogs for life. Ignoring phone calls. Hmm? Properly rated. Let's let's change this to okay. hold let's on. Change this hold to on. phone calls. Underrated. Let's change this to phone calls. Phone, phone calls phone are call. underrated. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind talking. I don't know a lot of people phone. our age that call. Yeah, anymore, feel that way. Like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. mind. I also, it. don't make a ton of calls myself. But like, if I'm going to have depends, conversation, it depends who is calling. Yeah, that's if I'm going to have that's, a conversation, that's with what I was going to say. Talk to. I'm going to call them and I'm going to talk to them for twenty minutes. That's what I mean. Like phone calls. As a concept, underrated because they're not used enough, and it's just the fact that our generation doesn't use them that they've become so overrated in the sense that everybody's already on their phone anyway. Just yeah. a simple text gets it done. Yep. yep. All right. And unless it's severely urgent, you're going out and making a phone call. Where I mean, yeah, like nobody's actually making a phone call unless it's having yeah. siblings. Overrated. Uh, I no. think it's nah, man. I think it's rated. I I enjoy no, having someone. No, like if dude, I want to go do dude. something, I always have someone here. They're like, dude, let's go golfing. Let's let's do this. Let's do something. Like it. Who? It's not like look, I have to call look. people and be like, hey, what are you doing today? I like it. I'm the middle child, <laughs> so fine. I have. I have to go and bother people. Like it's 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 my it's my duty. It is my civil sure. duty no, to agreed. go and bother either agreed. my older brother agreed. or younger sister. Agreed. Agreed. See, I don't really have that concept because it's like I'm the oldest, but like my other two brothers are twins. So there's also, not really a middle. Also, Moro sister, sup? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, a, a taken, oh, B, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've been no. doing this to a couple of my buddies. I'm like, yo, tell your mom what's up for me. Oh, God. Good. Oh, it's um, okay because okay. she'll never see this so yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. you're telling me uh, she can support <laughs> summer in general and we could let, let, let's expand this it's rated. spring overrated underrated properly rated underrated i think it's underrated yeah i think it's rated uh summer rated. a little overrated rated. a little overrated if you're working it it's overrated it yeah, no right. no no because i mean for me like Long i play weekend. soccer the entire thing and i play you know, I'm, it's the I only real time that I get to go and chill, like, and do like a, a cottage weekend, because like I'm not doing that any other right. time of the year. So, pro- so properly rated. It's not properly underrated. rated. Properly, it's not properly rated. Yeah, properly fall? rated. Overrated. Oh, uh, fall is my favorite. I fucking fall hate fall. Front. Fall okay. is my favorite. so stupid. You got to rake the leaves every three days. No, it's I mean, cold. I don't have to rake. No, and, like, you don't. That's you choose to rake. Like you go back to school. 
Okay, or if you eight, have kids, your kids have to go sports, back to school. Sports football? Football? Football. football. Baseball is the only thing that saves. Baseball? Baseball? baseball is nice. But the f- season itself sucks. College football? I don't watch college football. The season itself is horrible. I hate it. I hate leaves. I hate no. cold. I love sweater weather. Bro. Sweater weather is the winter's best. That's what winter's for. Uh, winter. Overrated. Does anyone I don't actually know if it, think winter's yeah, good? I don't, yeah, I don't I think know. it's rated. I don't, I don't no. think anyone's looking at winter like, fuck yeah, winter. But if, if we're saying like, which which season's the worst, the winter's the worst season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hockey's fun. Now I actually got to worry about my driving? Fuck that. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. There's no redeeming factors about winter other than like outdoor You get hockey. to go skating. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the only thing. Going out and right, playing real, hockey. Real, and real, real quick on this one, s'mores. Properly rated. Right. I don't I need them. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I, I don't have anything. I, I, had one, I had one. I had one Saturday. I mean, yeah, it's, I made about. It's a specialty dessert. I made about fourteen of them last weekend for just about everyone at the fire, and I had one myself. That just seems how the concept goes. Nice. Um, <laughs> going commando. Do you guys have an opinion? Like, I don't have an opinion on this. Ninety-five percent of my shorts have like a like a liner in them, so I don't even really need to wear underwear half the time. Right. So it's kind of just one of those like pants. Obviously, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I can't like, do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I don't. Shorts, not, yeah, I just, like, I just yeah. jeans. Yeah. I could not wear jeans with anything yeah. without yeah. anything else. Yeah, that'd be that's brutal. Okay, here's my probably one of my favorite ones on the list: putting sad music on while you're sad to further your sadness. <laughs> It's rated. It's it's not underrated because I think everyone rates it. I've never done it. Oh, oh! I think it's accurately rated. See, I'd like it's it, no. just like uh, like if you're on like a bus or something or yeah, like sure. somewhere and you're just like looking out the window and you're listening to like acting like it's a video and stuff. <laughs> like you're in some indie fucking music video. Yeah, and just, just tears running down your face, staring sure. at the front, no, making handprints. Reading books. Watch the movie. <laughs> no, I don't do. Mu- I don't. I don't do much of that. How the I fuck would I spend like that three all, days actually. trying to get through a story? I can get through an hour in a movie. Conversing with strangers. I don't like strangers. Yeah, I think it's accurately rated. No one wants to do it. You kind of cool have to do it. If someone initiates the conversation with me, I will talk to you. But like, I'm not gonna go and be like, man, I like that shirt. I don't know. I don't talk to people. I was at the beer store one time, and some guys like, yeah, what do you think I should get? I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. You, you're like strong. You're like, I, I, I'm, I'm young. I like light stuff, so I don't know what, what's your thing. Buddy, I got twelve dollars in my pocket. I'm getting whatever I can afford. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out what's gonna fuck me up the fastest. <laughs> Real shit. The lowest color value. Thank you. Uh, cooking your own food as opposed to ordering in. Overrated. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, pro- properly rated. Yeah, I, I get the satisfaction. Be like, no, I, get, I, get, I get great satisfaction of making a nice plate of pasta that so I made myself. I agree. I agree with Moro. But then once someone either doesn't compliment it or says shit about it, it just ruins it. You yeah, do make right. a lot of food too. So I feel like that's I your do make Well, yeah. Food. If you want to talk sh- Yep, yep, like yep. for me, it's we like, what, if you're going to trash what I'm making, then you know what? 
F off. Yeah, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Yeah. Don't eat it. Fuck you. I, it. I spent my time <laughs> making food for you. Don't be yeah. a dick. Yeah. Uh, as men, flowers? I rarely run into that scenario, but I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah. Well, you are delayed, delayed. Yeah. I know. I'm uh, just looking at your voices too, and it's the latest fuck. Flowers. Flowers. Overrated. Stupidest concept. For what, they last though? for a week and then they die. I think like gardens look nice. I just yeah. have no interest so, like, in painting like, it. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. why anyone actually enjoys getting this bouquet of things that are gonna die in four days. I had to I had to remove hair. a stump from our backyard from a tree. Mm-hmm. It literally took like two days. Yeah, stumps are hard. Nice. Roots go so far. bro. Crazy. Literally. Yeah. Uh, the plumber plot that precedes the action in many of the world's porn videos. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated. Yeah. I watch it for the plot. <laughs> I watch it for the act. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say. It. Properly to underrated. Properly rated. Properly rated. Properly rated. <laughs> sure. Right, that's that's my list. <laughs> <laughs> way to take us home. Way to take us home, Amir. Yeah. Way to take us home. Yeah. That was fun. I like these ones. You're welcome. We'll do. We'll do we never time have, we have time. time. I love when we have time to do something like this. Yeah. I need to watch overtime. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's it for this week. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Don't know when that'll be. That'll be next next week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out we'll after see. the long weekend. Alrighty, see you guys next time. Peace.